before BSO, I was Michelangelo, the artistic flow coming from STM, all the legendary shows, I knew I'd be a star, little did I know, it wouldn't be from far, see that's the big league, the radar online, I wasn't the undefeated, but I still was gonna shine, I took a few L's, took them shots like pop, but then I got my weight up, like Jason Witten, I keep it like Brian Clark, skipping Bay and Shannon Sharp, don't have like Stephen A to get my point across Climb Jamel Hills yeah. One carry championship yeah. They were quick to pull the gun Hoping Rob would quit But 15 years later Rob's still the shit Rob's still legit Rob's still on everyone Pile for pound list Rob is courtside Rob is ringside Catch Rob outside at the 50 yard line Don't act surprised Rob is a winner George Steinbrenner Cooking up these headlines What you want for dinner the Black Sports Center, you know who I be. Triple O G, the Ohio State University. That's who reps me. I love for free. I just murdered this track called at a dead spin. The headline king is back. Everyone knows the phrase make America great again. MAGA coined by Donald Trump, who possibly could become president again, even though he has multiple indictments and is looking at 20 to 30 years in jail, which kind of tells you where we're at as a country, kind of tells you how terrible America is overall. But that's not the point that I'm trying to make. Mostly when people say make America great again or who like that slogan, they're mainly white people that would like things to go back to the waves of the 60s, and in some cases, the 1800s, when it was slavery. That's what they mean by that. Because at no really point in time, for minorities, has America ever been great? You can't say, you know something, back in 1962, it was great for Black people back then. doesn't really work like that uh, for us. Even today, you wouldn't be like, that's amazing uh, for Black people right now in America doesn't quite work like that. So when you see someone normally say, make America great again, you kind of have to give them the rock uh, eyebrow. But in some instances, the non-racist instances, there are some times that I do feel that America has kind of swayed a little bit too much (laughs) that way. There are some things in the past that maybe would be a little better if we implemented them in the present. I was minding my own business, drinking a little bit of coffee, perusing the internet, when I came across this article from TMZ. And I'm going to put it uh, up on the, the, the screen right now. I screenshotted it. I put it up on the screen right now. It says, Simpsons, Homer, stop strangling Bart. Times have changed. And first, let me say, I hate the word woke. Uh, Racist white people have hijacked that that word. That black people actually kind of use more as a joke. You know, stay woke. You know, just meaning keep an eye out on some of the things that are going around you in our society. You know, pay attention to the way people are maneuvering around you. It's not meant to actually be kind of a political type of thing. 
But you hear it all the time. Oh, they went too woke. ESPN is too woke. The liberals, Marvel's too woke. Whatever it may be. I hate the term. So when I see people say, oh, the Simpsons have become too woke, I don't mean it like that. I don't want to feed into that side of the population. With that being said, this is a cartoon with yellow people, okay? (laughs) It's a cartoon with yellow people that's uh, been on the air probably longer than some of you guys have, have been alive. And I think there's this thing with movies and TV shows and music right now. It's a little disturbing to me, okay? It's this, we're scared to kind of push the envelope and entertain it because we don't want to be canceled. That's really a problem overall in society in the sense that real issues, right, are getting mashed in with non-real issues and making it a thing to where people are manipulating real issues for their own personal gains, meaning that they will take an issue that's serious, like child abuse, right? And instead of, you know, helping kids and instead of ensuring that homes are are safe for children, making sure they're not being taken advantage of by priests or taken advantage of by the foster care system, things that really need to happen. Instead, they're talking about the Simpsons. <laughs> they're blaming the Simpsons. Now, if you're a parent and you watch a cartoon with yellow people on it and you are taking your cues on your parenting from Homer and Marge Simpson, you need to be putting in the insane asylum. <laughs> this is entertainment. This is what we watch for fun. It's not to be taken seriously. Uh, homo should be dead about at least 1,700 times. There are things in entertainment that a normal, regular, rational person understands. That it, we're not Tom Cruise. We're not jumping out of airplanes, okay? <laughs> we watch Michael Myers We're not out here stalking people on Halloween. You shouldn't be anyway. So to me, it's just, we need to go back to where you can actually have a little fun in your TV shows, in your music, in your movies. This is ridiculous, people. You know, we see, I see it a lot in music. I heard Drake came out with an album. Now, 20 years ago, a rapper came out with an album. You'll go to the mall. You go get the Source magazine at XXL. Somebody would break down the album lyrically, the songs, what they liked, how the beats were. You would argue about it with your friends. This song is trash. This song is this. You know, this song is that. But it was always about the music. Today, Drake makes an album and people say, we think that we write a thousand words saying, you know something, you know, Drake, you know, I don't I feel like he's, He's not, he's influencing the, the, the dance and the youth and, and he needs to, his music is not mature enough. And I felt some sort of way. I was, I was hurt that he did Just soft. Just a song, man. It's not that serious. I can't believe he did this. You know, what is he thinking about it? I was hurt. I, the tears were in my eyes. I can't believe he hasn't grown up. And he, he you know, I always go back to, what Jay-Z uh, said in the song is, you know, uh, you know, with the, the gags about the, the content 
uh, of his music and you know, money, cash, hoes. You know what type of questions at all? It's rap. It's rap. And trust me, the rap today and the rap twenty years ago, while I would say it was probably better quality, they were still talking about the same type of stuff. Nothing really changes. I, I, be, I mean, we had two live crew, the Ghetto Boys, NWA, too short. <laughs> you know, our young ears were hearing things that probably we shouldn't have. But you know something? We're fine. Everything is okay. Everything is all right. You know, we watched Terminator, Die Hard, <laughs> anything with Sylvester. I saw Sylvester's long play, whether it's the Rambo, go in and kill a whole entire <laughs> community. Everything's fine. Everything's Okay. You know, I've watched Homer Simpson strangle Bart for 30 years. I'm not going to go strangle my daughter. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm normal. That's what how normal people react to things. This is just pathetic. It's a, and I see it too much. Too many think pieces. Nobody can't say anything. They can't do anything. You can't tell any jokes. If you tell jokes, you're a comedian. And you can't tell jokes. <laughs> That 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 kills me. I'm a comedian, right? And I tell a joke. So, you know, jokes, the comedian that the job of a comedian is to tell jokes. And I and and but no, you know, I can't believe he told that joke about that community. It's a joke. It's a comedian. That's his job. <laughs> that's that's the job. And don't get me wrong. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't change for the better. I do believe that. And if you're not the same, you should never be the same person you was yesterday. You definitely shouldn't be the same person you was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Should be different. You should be more mature. You should handle things different. Probably the reason that most of us that watch The Simpsons for the first 10, 20 years, every episode, don't really watch anymore. Got other things that are going on. I'm not saying that you don't change. Don't saying that you don't adjust with the times. And I'm definitely not saying some of the things that were probably cool and okay and, and looked over 20, 10 years ago. They should be looked at harder now today, but not yellow people in cartoons. That That's not a priority. There are a lot of priority things that need to be looked over harder. You know, police brutality, racism, sexism, all type of things that we can talk about that should be looked at differently. And 2023 than they were in 1993. Not yellow people in cartoons. Not movies. Not Drake. Nobody cares what Drake is saying. Your, your, your emotional feelings shouldn't be hurt by anything that Drake is rapping about. That's unusual behavior to me. We do too much. A thousand words. Should we write a thousand words about the Simpsons? We shouldn't be writing a thousand words about Drake or NBA young boy, or whatever it may be. You guys are, are losing it. You don't focus on the important stuff that needs to be changed. You're focused on the frivolous stuff that means nothing. And that's a serious problem in society. I had, I had to get it off. I had to get it off my chest. No, it's not sports-related or anything, but it just bothers me. And then the people, you know who you are. You know who you are. The people that take advantage of certain aspects of things that are important now, that were overlooked before, but now they take advantage of it because they know they can just lie 
and people will just accept it. They will accept it because there's more attention that's being brought on the issue, which is a good thing. But then you get liars. Then you get people that make up stuff. Then you got people with vendettas that know if they just say a certain thing or release a certain thing or do a certain thing that people, because the way social media is set up, they're just going to blow it up, even if it's not true, because we care more about the issue now. So the actual people that really need help, the people that is actually happening against, all of a sudden their voices are being silenced by somebody that just wants some attention and just know that they can get it this way. So the whole thing is twisted. These are yellow people in a cartoon. We need to relax. Homer choke, bark all you want. All right. Now it's theory time, theory time, theory time, theory time. Shout out to my boy, Heavy Spoilers. Paul from Heavy Spoilers. Uh, one of my uh, things that I like to do, one of my little secret little uh, obsessions is after I watch a TV show or a movie or something like that, I like to go to these guys uh, who do the breakdowns and the Easter eggs uh, because, to be honest, I don't, I don't see it all. Uh, Paul's my favorite and heavy spoilers, but then you also got uh, Eric Voss over at New Rock Stars. Uh, old boy from uh, Ryan Airy from, from Screen Crush. Uh, my homie uh, movie bot that does the, the power uh, universe. Uh, that's a, those are really good breakdowns if you into the power uh, universe. Uh, Charlie from uh, Emergency, uh, awesome. Uh, everything always, uh, all fires. All these guys are really good. You follow them on uh, YouTube, and no matter if it's Marvel, if it's uh, DC, Power Universe, uh, the Boys, uh, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, what is the the one that everybody likes? Uh, what is the House of Fire? Whatever that one is. Uh, the people always the Game of Thrones. These guys do great uh breakdowns after like each episode or each trailer or the movies. Oh, uh, the Canadian lad. He's a really good one uh, as well. So if you, you're like me and you like to watch these breakdowns or the previews or the rumors or the leaks or the you know, potential, what's going to be happening, post-credit scenes. Uh, those are the guys to watch. But first, I definitely follow my boy uh, at Heavy Spoilers. Uh, this is his shirt because he always says, hey, theory time, theory time, theory. It's really cool. He's a he's a cool guy. I think he's from the UK, if I'm not, not mistaken. Uh, but he just had twins, too. So you support his channel because, trust me, you have one kid is one thing. You have two at the same time. That's something else. But uh, going on to the next topic, though, uh, Aaron Rodgers, should be ashamed of himself, okay? Aaron Rodgers, I repeat, should be ashamed of himself. And let me tell you why Aaron Rodgers should be ashamed of himself. He knows that Zach Wilson is out here fighting for life and death, right? He knows that Zach Wilson is out here trying to do the best that he can do in the, un in the unusual circumstances. And here he comes, a lot of gagging out here with his bad Achilles, smiling and, and, and throwing passes on the field just so ESPN and all the cameras and Pat McAfee can kiss his ass and all of this stuff. And that's not right. That's Taylor Swiftish type of, and then the ESPN and ABC and, Whoever else is doing the Jets and doing all of these stories about that's Taylor Swiftish. I don't like it. Like it, it must be uncomfortable for Zach Wilson to have 
Aaron Rodgers is hovering over him and he's like, I might come back. I might not come back. You never know. I don't smoke some crazy weed. Who knows what's happening with me? Look at me. I'm back. I can actually take two steps in a row. <laughs> That's wrong. That's not how you support a young kid. That's not how you support that kid. Look, you go in, you do your work. If Aaron Rodgers comes back, that's great. But you don't take up all of his shine because it, it has to be troubling for him. You're just lingering and around, is just hovering around, smiling and looking and be like, I come and save the, the Jets. And, and let's just say the Jets who are not out of the, the playoff race, let's say by some miracle, you know, they get to nine and eight or 10 and seven and they make it. They they do. They they get in the playoffs. Then what you gonna do? You gotta take Zach Wilson out, who did all of the hard work to put in an almost 40-year-old man with a bad Achilles. Probably gonna have to be playing in a cold weather, wild, you know, wild card game. Is that what you're gonna do? You gonna do that? <laughs> That's wrong, man. That's wrong with Aaron Rodgers. He knows you're wrong. Aaron Rodgers sh- shouldn't be doing that. He's wrong. He shouldn't be doing that to Zach Wilson. The milk hunter. He should sit back, do his little show and everything. If he wants to come out on the sideline and whatever and support, you know what I never see? I never see him talking to Zach. <laughs> All I see him is sitting there. I don't see him talking. I see him and Robert, uh, the, the coach, just sitting there looking just forlorn. I don't see him with a little pad or nothing. And I'm on the record of saying that I don't think he's coming back. I think he's just doing this because he cannot stand not having any attention. That's my that's my true theory on it. Theory time, theory time. I I don't I don't think he I think he knows he's not coming back, but he he can't he has to have the attention on him. He's Taylor Swift. He has to have the attention on him. He can't just let it go. He can't just go rehab in peace or help Zach Wilson behind the scenes. He has to be the center of attention. And it's sad. That's why I say I feel for the uh the, the MILF hunt. I feel for Zach Wilson. I mean, he was terrible. But, you know, he's had some good moments. I mean, they're in the, the playoff race. I mean, cut the cut the kids some slack. Uh, another story that we did today, uh, Gilbert Arenas and, and the guys that he has on his podcast, uh, they were talking about the rules for groupies uh, in the NBA and how most of the, the girls that they deal with, uh, you, you can never take – around you know the crew because they'd end up with another player no matter how much you cared about them that basically it was a switch up and you know i've told you this before that these ladies work like hydra it's a it's a circle you know it's a you know it's a it's, it's a circle and once you're in the circle you know you just you just switch off you know it's like the the house party uh they switch you know, just you just switch out, and and, and I think it was Kenny Martin that said he told his boy the the rules and everything. And his boy was in Jamaica, and he opened the door and he saw a girl he was messing with one of his teammates, and his, his boy called him up like, "Dad, you was right." You know, I, I guess they say that you could franchise tag a couple of them to make sure that you know that they're not touched, like maybe the wives or and or what do they say the your best quote unquote eater. I mean, but this should be known. Uh, we talked about this the other day, you know, about how, you know, your favorite athlete that you may think is not doing something is actually doing. There's no loyalty uh, in these locker rooms. Now, I will say uh, you may be able to differentiate which locker rooms 
these type of things happen and equate it to their record. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's not happening in every locker room. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe some locker rooms are a little more focused on ball instead of their balls. If, if you if you get what you smell, what the Rob is cooking. You see what I'm saying? It's, it, it's certain locker rooms that so much of this stuff going on outside of basketball that, that when it's time to go face, you know, Jokic, it's time to face Steph. <laughs> You know, their focus is not, you know, quite there because they're over here playing Ron Robin with Robin. If, if you, you get what, I, what I'm saying. So, you know, a locker room uh, that's maybe a little devoid of that, uh, a locker room that's a, with a few more family-oriented uh, superstars, a uh, family that, you know, or a team that, you know, you look at and say, okay, this guy's, you know, married with a couple of kids. This guy's married. This This guy... You know, maybe a single, but you know, it's not out in the streets. There's no, there's no, their record is the same. <laughs> their record, they're normally in the top half of of the league. And then you look at some of these other teams, and you're like, okay, this guy was out here doing this, and this guy was out here doing that, and then you wonder why they three and ten and start the season. So that's just a little side. Like, there's no analytics for that, right? You know, there's no plus minus ratio. There's no per for that. These are, I don't know what you want to call them, call it the, 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 the Rob uh, percentage or whatever, the ROBs. Just look look at the teams, look at the players, right? You know which players are players, if you, you get what I'm saying. And then look at the records. I guarantee you the percentages are high. The percentages are, are a little different. Who's the best team in the league? And let's look at the players that are playing. You know, no shot at Gilbert, but there's reason his teams were like, yeah, mid. There's, there's, there's reason, you know, for that. You say maybe there's an outline like James Harden. Maybe, but look what Harden has been doing the last like four or five years. Now, sometimes your talent can outweigh your extracurricular activities. For only a period of time, you have to have that stuff contained if you want it to work for a very long period of time. Though the the no matter how great the player is, if you know that player's too much about that player's extracurricular activities, you don't see them playing 15 years in the league. You don't see them being elite for 10, 15 years. Like you gotta have that contained to have a long career. The ones that you see that are art contained, it's not, it's not an issue. It's not a, a big surprise that they don't last as long. They fall off the cliff. You know, you know, Dwight Howard was an elite player for about five to seven years. You know, defensive player of the year, 20 and 15 guy, took his team to the finals. But eventually, it, it, it all catches up with you. Gilbert, it all catches up with you. Harden, all catch, AI, it all catches up with you. If you, your extracurriculars are a little bit too much. Now, I'm not saying you can't have them, but if they're contained, I mean, just look at the players that have been good for 15 years, 10, 10 plus years, still playing at an elite level. Whatever they got going on, it's contained. <laughs> It's not out there. And whatever they got going on, it, it's regimented. Meaning that they still getting their workouts in. 
They still hit the gym early. They still so whatever else they got going on, that is contained. The number one thing is ball, family and ball, and everything else is in a box. It's in a box, okay? Just look at it. Call it the ROB. I don't know if you can put that stat on, on, but I can I can break it down. I can make an algorithm or a formula or something, and you can put it on your stat. Put it on NBA.com. Don't put it on the app because it probably probably won't work. <laughs> that, that app is terrible, man. Uh, there's a 39 year old virgin uh, out here. Um, what's your name? Uh, Yvonne Orgy. <laughs> I, 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 I hope that's not how you pronounce it. But uh, 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 she was uh, 39 years old, and um, I was on Insecure. And she was, you know, some people say it's maybe something you want to keep to yourself, but other times maybe you want to talk about it. Um, that's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. I mean, but it's cool. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, nobody should tell you what you want to do. Like I said, we can't be dictated by, you know, if you want to be, that's great. That's great. What I, what I found interesting in the article here is that uh, she uh, dated uh, Emmanuel Acho. <laughs> Uh, Fox Sports from 2018 to 2019. So that was a whole year. Acho was uh, not getting it. Hmm. Maybe that's why he's like the way he is on TV. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'd be probably loud and saying bad takes too if I had to go a year. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know. You tell me. But good for her. Hopefully, um, Hopefully she finds the uh the the individual that, that makes her happy. <laughs> and uh that that's that's gonna be an interesting um situation. I mean, because do you actually wait until you you know you get married or do you test drive, you know, before the wedding? You know, you get a car, you know, you drive around the block. I I I think test drives just off topic are the stupidest things of all time. <laughs> Like you go like a half a half a block is not really gonna tell you if you really, you know, if the car is good or anything. And I'm speaking more like the used cars. I mean a new car, all new cars are gonna drive great. It has five miles on it. Of course it's gonna drive amazing. So that's just about if you just like the car or not. But uh used car, you 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 probably need that bad boy for a day. And they don't I don't think they let you take it out the lot for a day. It's once again, it's one of these things where I always talk about how uh people that need certain things or poor people are treated worse than the people that uh that have money. If you are buying a new car, you don't need a car, you don't need to keep it for a day. A new car dealership, if they think if they don't ran everything and they see your credits in the the seven fifties, eight hundreds, they'll let you keep the car for a week to decide. But if you actually need your car to go to be reliable and it's a used car, so you can't get a used car, so it may have 30,000 miles on it, that's the car that you need to test drive for a week before you decide to buy it. Going around the block is not going to help you. What was I talking about? Virgins. Oh, okay. <laughs> so got off on a little tangent right there. But yeah, I, I, I don't know if you test drive or do you just wait because uh, that could be a problem. I mean, you get married and then just trash. But I don't know. Maybe love conquers, con- conquers all. Maybe. 
That's a little weird. I mean, I'm not, maybe I should say weird. I don't want to use the word weird. It's just, it's gonna, that's, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say to break, you know, her, whatever her vow and everything is, but I would suggest the test drive, maybe a couple of test drives with a couple of vehicles uh, before deciding to, to, to buy the tone. Because if you try to break that lease, it's 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 not gonna be good. <laughs> uh, please subscribe on uh, YouTube BSRTV. Uh, follow me on uh, X at BSO Facebook Black Sports Online. Uh, YouTube, I just said YouTube, Instagram BSOTV. Uh, the ticks and the talks uh, at Robert Littell, uh BSO. Uh, follow uh, Heavy Spoilers. Thanks for the shirt. Every time, every time he's on uh, Twitter. Uh, Instagram and of course his YouTube channel uh, is excellent. Uh, heavy uh, spoilers. Thanks, Paul, again uh, for the shirt. And once, we, oh yeah, this is not sponsored or anything. I just actually like these these guys. <laughs> not getting paid to do it. I actually bought the shirt myself because I actually like heavy spoilers. I like new rock stars, emergency, uh, awesome, uh, everything always, uh, screen rant, uh, all of those guys, movie bot. Uh, there's some more that I, I know that I, that I miss. Comic book cast, all of those guys I, and, and young ladies, I actually like going to their channel. So I'm just trying to get you some enjoyment. Uh, but, you know, once again, it's yellow people in a cartoon. Relax. <laughs>